The National Background Investigations Bureau says it's made some serious progress on the backlog of pending security clearances. It's down to 542,000 now, but as NBIB finishes more cases more quickly, that puts pressure on other organizations with the Federal Personnel Vetting Enterprise. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now in studio to talk about the progress and the status of that pesky executive order that's supposed to move the security clearance program altogether. Nicole, let's start with progress at the NBIB. I guess getting down to half a million backlog is better than it was. It really is, especially considering about 200,000 to 250,000 is actually considered a steady state for the NBIB. So they're now to 542,000. And I think the last time I was here, which was just a couple of weeks ago talking about this issue, they were at 551,000. So they really are making progress on this. About 103,000 of those employees and contractors actually have interim clearances. So they're working now on a temporary basis with this interim clearance in industry. And I should note that I heard this update at what's called the National Industrial Security Program Policy Committee, which is geared toward providing updates to industry and other agencies who are part of this space. Who knew they existed? They, they do. Their acronym is NISPAC. And in industry, there's 37,000 people who are wait, waiting for an initial Tier 3 investigation and 25,000 waiting for a top-secret clearance. They're still not quite meeting the timeliness standards, and I think that might take some time. There are several standards to meet, actually. Congress put forth some standards into law back in 2004 or 2005, and then the Performance Accountability Council has other standards that they put into place in 2012. But the numbers do show some signs of progress. Charlie Phelan, of course, is the director of the NBIB, and he likes to look at the median numbers. Uh, So the median age of a security clearance, for example, took 150 days in January Compared to the previous year, it was 180 days. The median age of a top se- top secret clearance dropped over 100 days within a year. So they do believe that they're starting to see some legitimate progress. Okay. And how is that progress impacting the other parts of the security clearance process? You mentioned there are other agencies that are part of this whole giant complex. Right. So I've been hearing some rumblings about this for a little while now that you know, no background investigation is done until it's adjudicated. And many agencies have their own adjudications offices. And of course, the Defense Department being the largest, it has the largest adjudications facility. So there's 52,508 industry cases waiting for adjudication at what's called the DOD CAF, which is significant. Initial security clearances take 37 days for adjudication And they should, at least according to those standards that we talked about, take between 20 and 30 days, depending on the clearance level. And as of the second quarter in fiscal 2018, DOD's CAF was actually meeting these numbers or beating them, the 20 days numbers, at least, you know, according to some data that we saw from NISPAC a year ago. Ned Fish is the director of the Defense Department's Consolidated Adjudications Facility. The backlogs aren't gone when the investigations are done. All cases that are investigated must be adjudicated. And so we're in a bit of a fight these days, and I think that's no surprise to to you all. And I think we'll be in a bit of a fight for another year or so because as NBIB ramps up and surges and pushes cases to us, we're in the the, the sword fight with them as we're trying to adjudicate those cases. But, But we are making some good progress. 
That's Ned Fish. He's the director of DOD's Consolidated Adjudications Facility, giving an update at a NISPAC open meeting recently. And that progress is due in part because they're trying to reallocate some staff. So if there were DOD CAF employees who were working on lower priority initiatives, they're moving them to work on some of the production. They're even tapping into the Defense Security Service, which is technically one and the same now at this point, to try to move some of these adjudications out the door. But they say this is going to be potentially an issue for a little bit here. Okay. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, and let's talk about that executive order everybody's waiting from, from the White House, to move the NBIB over to DOD. What's going on there? Yeah, this is what we've all been waiting for. Um, We first reported back in April that the administration was interested in moving the security clearance portfolio from the Office of Personnel Management to the Pentagon and that the move was imminent. But, you know, days went by, months went by. We still haven't gotten it. Um, Phelan, again, is the director of the National Background Investigations Bureau, and he joked that this is the first question that he gets upon entering a room these days. I think the last two times I've been here, I've promised it's uh, right on the cusp of being issued uh, to move the NBIB operation to the Department of Defense in its entirety. That is still just about to happen. I can attest to the fact that I saw a live version of the latest draft, and it is, we're down to a couple of T's to cross, and uh, I think it'll be ready for signature reasonably soon. But it's, uh, I think the drama part is all pretty much gone, and now it is, uh, it is up to getting a signature on it. That's NBIB Director Charlie Phelan talking about the executive order. You know, the transfer, regardless of when that executive order comes out, is still supposed to be official by October 1st. Well, maybe it'll come before the Paul Manafort pardon or something. Right, or the Mueller report or one of these other many things (laughs) that are supposed to come out soon. So, you know, there was some questions from industry about whether or not they would notice a difference in this transition, and Phelan says they shouldn't. You should see no distinction um, between the end of September and the 1st of October as to any case that comes in up to the 30th of October gets moved into into the inventory just as the next case that comes in on October 1st will move into the same inventory. It's just, it really is a command issue. Over time, uh, the the employees of NBIB will become DOD employees as opposed to being OPM employees today. But that's, again, invisible to you all. Again, NBIB Director Charlie Phelan talking about the transition. And, you know, both organizations, NBIB and DSS, have been working on this for months, knowing that eventually the executive order would make this all official. I did get a sense in the room, though, that industry is getting a little antsy, perhaps, about this. You know, we reported last week that the move of DIS's National Background Investigations System Office and the DOD CAF to the Defense Security Service was sort of setting up this broader move. Um, DSS is getting its organizational chart in order for this new entity, which is going to be called, we've now heard many times, the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency. And I think that's creating some questions in industry. In the meantime, they want to know, well, you know, if I have a question, who do I call? And I think the answer is, well, you still call the same people, but they're just maybe in different places. Tricia Stokes is the Director of Defense Personnel Vetting for the Defense Security Service. Our DCSA org chart, our new org chart, is up at the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence being briefed to get to get our secretary to approve it right now. So I understand your angst, and I feel it. We share it. Every DSS employee and every NBIB employee share it, too. But I will commit to you that where we are going is the right thing for national security. It's the right thing to get after risk. 
and it's the right way we need to vet to a trusted workforce 2.0 future. And that's where we all have to, I have to beg your indulgence and your patience. It's very hard for our employees as well. That's Tricia Stokes. She's the director of defense personnel vetting at DSS, just talking about the whole transition. So everybody's waiting for the last couple of rivets to be in place here so this machinery can actually gear up. Exactly. And DOD and NBIB, I think, are both very confident that they can make this happen efficiently, that industry won't notice a difference. In the meantime, there's still a lot of questions to figure out, especially with the funding resources at OPM, and we still don't have those answers. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com.